It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. Break it all down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. With your hosts, Rob Francis and Ed Dawson. How we present history matters, and here's why. Well, could impeachment in the Senate have a negative impact on this? And Crassus claims another victory in 2020. But first, give us your bottom line. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509-547-1610. Welcome into the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. It is snowing this Monday afternoon. 547-1610 if you'd like to get involved in the program. Also via email, 610kona.com, bottom line page, your name, where you're listening, what you'd like to say. And we're on Twitter at bottom line 610 where we will uh, get to our poll question shortly. But uh, it is the first day of the legislative session, Ed. Yeah. And uh, a handful plus of Dems wasted no time in ticking off many in the state. Yep. First day of the session. Senators Lisa Wellman, Sam Hunt, Marco Leas, Liz Lovelett, Joe Wynn, Rebecca Saldana, and Bob Hasegawa, along with state reps Eileen Cody, Beth Doglio, Lori Dolan, Joe Fitzgibbon, Noel Frame, Mia Gregerson, Nicole Macri, and Jerry Pollitt, filed a brief with the state Supreme Court asking them to reverse a century of case law to allow a graduated income tax to be imposed. According to the brief, quote, this court should accept review to determine the constitutionality of the graduated income tax passed by the city of Seattle and to find that the legal underpinnings that supported the Supreme Court president in the 1930s no longer exists. So the legal underpinnings for this no longer exist. Yes. They all of a sudden are going to take a wand and the legal underpinnings no longer exist. They went on further to say the argument is again pressed upon us. These cases were wrongly decided. All of them. <laughs> All of them. All... All of them were wrongly decided. Yes. The court hasn't known diddly for 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> they go on to say the court is unwilling, however, to recede from the position announced in its repeated decisions. Well, maybe because, I don't know, they're based on the Constitution. Among, among other things, the attorney general urges that the results should now be different because the state is confronted with a financial crisis. It is? Where's the financial crisis as we see projection upon projection upon reject projection that's revised says more money's coming in, not less? Now, I heard Governor Inslee say that homelessness was a crisis, um, what, a few days last week, I guess, in preparation for this legislative session, but I was unaware that we were in a financial crisis. <laughs> he had $324 million he wanted to pull out of the rainy day fund. That doesn't sound like a crisis to me. Right, exactly. Yeah. He was not interested. Look, he did not push. He is not pushing, right now anyway, for that for, for this state right. income tax 
because he has other things on his mind, like getting reelected later this year. Which is one. which is why he's not pushing it That's because right. he wants to get reelected. So he's going to see if those wonder, in the legislature will do his dirty work for him. I wonder how many of those people that you fired off their names, senators and and representatives, are up for reelection this well, time. Well, all the representatives will be. That's true. But I'd be interested to see how many of those senators are. Yeah, true. Uh, They finish by saying, if so, the Constitution may be amended by vote of the people. Such a constitutional amendment was rejected by popular vote in 1934. In fact, it's not just 1934. uh, Six proposed constitutional amendments to allow an income tax have been rejected soundly by the voter. Um, Look, here's the thing. The... The role of the state Supreme Court is to interpret current law and the Constitution, you know, using the Constitution. The Constitution has not changed. So why do they expect, isn't that the the definition of insanity is trying the same thing over and over and expecting a different result? That is the definition of insanity. If the Democratic lawmakers in Olympia really wanted to change this, they would simply, and I'm using air quotes here, change the Constitution. The problem with that is, gosh darn it, they don't have a 100% majority in in, in Olympia, and they would need a handful of Republicans to sign off on this to actually change the Constitution. And to my knowledge, the number of Republicans would vote along those lines, mm, zero? Now look, in the the one the ruling that everybody points to is the ruling in 1960, which was pretty concise, paragraph or two. Sixty years ago, by the way. Yeah, sixty years ago, said point blank: the effort to impose an income tax should follow the normal process of amending the Constitution, not asking judges to do what voters won't. But here's the reason why they keep going; they're going to the Supreme Court. I, I mean, this is the only reason they're going to the Supreme Court. The people in this state pay less attention to electing Supreme Court justices than they do anything else. If you really think the memories of voters are going to last when it comes to staggered Supreme Court justices, you're kidding yourself. They focus on legislators. They focus on senators. They focus on governor. They don't focus on state Supreme Court justices. So when they came up for come up for election in the staggered system they have, how many voters around the state are going to remember and pinpoint and go, they voted in favor for, for an income tax, we're voting them out? It's not going to happen. No. That's why they're going this route, because it is the, the, the route that saves their butt, because then they can turn around and say, oh, well, it wasn't us. You know, the state Supreme Court opened it up, and, and well, you know, There were other people that thought this was a good idea, and I just went along with it because... Or even they would say, well, this whole thing started with Seattle. Talk to them, but don't don't worry about us. Exactly. They're going to try and push it off on somebody else while vote to impose it and still claim to keep their seat. Yeah. It is so shady and so disingenuous what they're trying to do. It, It absolutely reeks of everything that you don't want to see in an elected representative. The prob- the other problem with this is you've seen, and as we mentioned last week, you've seen three areas pass local income tax bans. 
Yes. Because of what's being attempted here, because of this push, they're voting to ban local income taxes being imposed in those areas. I don't have a good feeling about this. Well, at all. I don't have a good feeling about this. I do not have the faith in the state Supreme Court, the way it is configured right now, that they are as impartial as they should be. Well, look, there there would be all kinds of ramifications and lawsuits and everything if it went that way. Um because it does go against the Constitution. What the petition says that was filed today by those uh, Democratic senators and representatives was asking the court to review it. The court may review it. They, they may. In fact, I would be kind of surprised if they simply said, no, we're not going to review it. I think they review it and then come back the same way they've always done it. Now, is there a possibility that they could not? Absolutely. But that would set off so many things. There would be lawsuits filed at the federal level. There would be recall petitions that would, you know, that would be started up for for the lawmakers, for the uh, the justices. I, I just think it would be chaos. Um, but you know what? Stranger things have happened. Five four seven one six ten. 509-547-1610 if you'd like to join the conversation. This is The Bottom Line on News Radio 610 KONA. The Bottom Line, the only place that cares what you think. Call in now, 509-547-1610. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. Well, it is January. It's mid January, and we've got our significant, uh, first significant uh, snow falling. Yeah, it's laying. And it's uh, already starting to cause some issues. So if you're listening and you're out on the road, slow down. Yeah. You don't want to end up like the, uh, the folks that uh, have already been in a handful of wrecks. Uh, Highway 395 between the Tri-Cities and Umatilla, you know, around Coffin Road. There was a number there. State Patrol's already uh, been on the scene of handful of wrecks. You don't want to be a part of it. Just slow down. Um, it is a little slick, um, you know, and it's it's going to it's probably going to get worse before it gets better. I did hear, though, uh, for the city of Pasco anyway, mm-hmm. uh, their crews were already out or are out now putting the de-icer down. But we also know that it's snowing between here and Walla Walla. Um, and it, it's just, it, you know, it's winter, folks. And uh, so just take it slow. You know, just because you're in a bigger vehicle doesn't mean you're not going to slide. No. It doesn't mean it, it just be careful on the roadways. Give yourself a little bit of room in front of the person in front of you. Uh, ensure you're going to get to where you're going. It doesn't matter how fast, especially in these conditions. So take it easy. You'll get there. Doesn't have it. You can take an extra 10 minutes. Be careful out on the roads, please. 547-1610 if you want to get involved in the program. So we're talking about the um, the brief 
that was filed today by a handful of senators and a handful of uh, representatives on the Democratic side to the state Supreme Court to get them to can reconsider over 100 years of precedent and overturn the constitutionality of the income tax because Seattle wants an income tax. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, Ryan. I'm calling from Chenoweth. What's up, uh, Ryan? I hate to bother you guys with this, but uh, just real quick on driving conditions out there. If I could just add one thing and then I'll let you get back to it. Sure. Uh, people, especially when it's snowy and foggy, I don't mean to sound like a jerk, but turn your lights on, flashers if necessary, but make yourself visible. I've seen several wrecks today. I just went over a mountain pass, and cars in the ditch here and there. And I can't tell you how many people went uh, by me today. Their vehicle is a white color, blends into the background. They don't have their headlights on. Kids in the car, just turn on your lights, people, please. I'm begging people to just do that much. Sorry to get off the subject, but... No, you're fine, Ryan. I mean, it is important. And, you know, a lot of today's cars... They automatic they're they're light sensitive, so the the headlights will automatically come on when right. there's a certain amount of but not all of them, but do. not all of them, and so it is important. Basically, the, and if I remember correctly, the law is in the state of Washington: if your wiper blades are on, your headlights are supposed to be on. Hmm. So it kind of goes hand in hand. If you got your wiper blades on, your headlights are supposed to be on. So whether they be fog lights, headlights, whatever, something so that... And, 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 so the and, next time I'm trying to get bird poop off of my windshield, I got to turn my lights on? Come on, dude. I think just your little, your little clean, you know, doing a little cleansing, you don't need to do that. Oh, okay. If the conditions determine they have to be on all the time, smart guy. That bird they, poop they, is they, the worst. Oh, it's terrible. Especially, and all the bugs going from, oh, it gets really bad. But... Um, it's more so people behind you can see the taillights. Yes, the headlights come from the other direction, extremely important, but it also automatically activates your taillights. So more light on the road is better than less light. Again, be aware out there, people. 547-1610 if you want to get involved. Um, as we said, they're trying to go do an end around. A handful of representatives, a handful of senators trying to do an end around on you, the people by going to the state Supreme Court because they're too cowardly to propose a constitutional amendment. They're too cowardly to allow it to go to the ballot because they know what the results will be. They want the state Supreme Court to do their dirty work and stick it to you firmly with an income tax. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Nikki from Pasco, and didn't the uh, state Supreme Court already set a precedent with the McCleary Act supposedly getting more money to the schools when it was eaten up by all the strikes? This is right out of the Democrat playbook. It needs to be stopped, and people need to get involved. They need to start calling in and registering complaints to Olympia at 1-800-OH. I forget the number, but it's easy to find on wa.ledge.gov. So this is this is exactly what they do. They try to set precedents. They've done it on the Snake River Dams, which is meeting in hours. This is exactly where it leads. It's not something to sleep on. Thanks for your call. We appreciate it. 547-1610 if you want to get involved. You know, it's, it's funny. I, what I flashed on when that last caller mentioned the McCleary obligation uh, and the McCleary ruling, 
the these lawmakers have have an interesting uh sight value and by that i mean they don't seem too concerned that any of those justices are going to hold a grudge over them because they didn't listen to to them during the McCleary thing keep that in mind the the judge the justices at the state supreme court admonished the legislature because they weren't doing what the court told them to do. Now a bunch of them want to go to the court and demand that they do something. I'm sorry if I'm a, you know, I know that I would probably never be elected a a judge uh, because, well, one, I don't have a law degree, but two, I think I might hold a grudge. I I might say, well, um, since you guys didn't want to listen to us on McCleary, I might just not want to hear your stupid case. Well, here's the other thing, too, and, and, and take what our caller said to another another point here. She mentioned the dams. Well, we know in October uh, a letter was distributed saying that the Lower Snake River dams were increasing temperatures on the river and harming salmon and steelhead based on a model from 17 years ago. Um, Todd Meyer from the Washington Policy Center just recently put something out today saying that they asked the authors if they checked real-world data to see if the projections were accurate. And guess what, Ed? Uh, they didn't? They didn't. So, 16 years of temperature data on the Snake River since the study was released find the model overstated the warming impact by 20%. Temperature overstated. Overstated by 20%. Temperature data also showed the potential impact of the dams on temperatures have been cut in half during the last decade. The greatest temperature variance between the dams moved away from the time when salmon are returning. And the letter cited 2015 as an example of the worst temperatures. It's also the year of the largest return to the lower granite dam, which is the farthest dam upstream. So once again, it doesn't matter if it's right. If we think we can use it to scare people and change the way they think, we'll use it. And it's another example of just how disingenuous information is used and peddled as fact to get your way. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. Your name, where are you calling from? Uh, this is Nikki calling back. Can I say just a couple more things very shortly? Sure, we got about 60 seconds. Okay. So, the clearly, the judges also acted like legislators. They set a precedent for that. They collected data, they did studies. That was the precedent they set there. They have no business overstepping the legislative line and acting as judges and acting as legislators. That's the precedent they set, and it's disgusting to this day. On the dams, in 2015, the juvenile fish were left in the water boiling alive. Noah, the, the partner in the technical management team, their scientific partner, told them it's their sole job and orders under the judge to transport those fish when conditions change. It happened in 2001, and 98% of the juvenile fish were transported, and the increased adult returns were higher than the years before. So, and, and recently, the Clean Water Act was draped into this thing by the Department of Ecology and, oh, let me wait for it, the Fish Statute Center on the temperatures of the dams. And, of course, the, the, the degrees were wrong because there's a goal here. There's a goal to 
to take this resource and put it under a few people and manage everybody else. It's a shared resource. The 2014 biological opinion was torn up because of that, and there was an evidentiary request, and the judge denied it. Thanks for your call. We appreciate it. We're up against the break. Back with more of The Bottom Line after this. Can't get in by phone? Give us your bottom line through email. Send your thoughts from the bottom lines page at 610kona.com. Back to the bottom line with Rob and Ed, presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser on News Radio 610-KONA. Bottom line, News Radio 610-KONA, 547-1610. If you'd like to get involved, Skyview Law, the leaders in family law in the Tri-Cities, over 10 years of experience. If you're going through a divorce, the end of a long-term relationship, there's a lot of things to go through, whether it's putting a parenting plan together, figuring out alimony, child support, not to mention, if you own a business, a lot of assets there as well. Plus, anything that came along with the home and accrued over time, let Jared and his team work for you to help you come out at least as fairly as you possibly can when it comes to all the situations that go along with the end of long-term relationships and divorces. Contact them today at the website, skyviewlaw.com. Stop by the office, George Washington Way in Richland. Put Skyview Law to work for you. Going to the phones, you're up on the bottom line. News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from today? Bernie from Kennewick. What's up, Bernie? Hey, I've often wondered what the liberal side radio stations are saying about anything. And we don't have that, but I can pick up a Spokane station, so I'm going to listen and see what their excuses are. <laughs> well, there's not a lot for a reason, Bernie. And, and I mean, if you go back, at one point in time, there was a, a national network. And it was called Air America, and it was founded by former Senator Al Franken and a number of others who it was a devoted, left-leaning talk radio network. And it only lasted for a couple years because it became increasingly hard to sell the message, we want to take everything you have and give it to other people. So there's a reason why it didn't work. Now, there are some individual hosts that are out there. And there are radio stations around the country that do um, have spots for for those programs, but you'll find throughout the country, even in large market, even Seattle, they've got three talk. They have three talk stations, and it's dominated by conservative talk. Even in Seattle. Even in Seattle. So I mean, it, 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 the reason for that is again, a lot of it comes down to. The, the fact that most people don't want to be told what they're supposed to do with their life. They want to be given options and ideas. They want to be informed of things that are happening that they can take control of, not the other way around. And that's part of why Air America didn't work was they never got to that that point where they were able to take the issues that they were pushing and get people to buy into how they were going to benefit them. You're up on the bottom line, News Radio 610 K1A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Don Carter, calling from Kennewick. What's on your mind? Hey, own a restaurant. Not going to say which one, but our big brothers over in Olympia are dropping a bill this year that if you 
have a beverage for a kid included in the meal that they're going to limit it to sparkling water, water, or milk. And anything over 150 calories, you can't do it. And then it's going to be uh, managed by our health department. The first offense, you get a write-up. Second offense, it's $250 to the proprietor. And the third offense is $500. Oh, yeah. We talked about this bill last week, in fact. And the one element that it does have in there is that, yes, if you have a kid's meal, the default beverage is supposed to be uh, the sparkling water or water with flavoring that's not sugar or artificially sweetened, white milk, and a non-dairy product of choice. But it also gives the proprietor the ability to sell a beverage if they in other words if the parents want a soda they have to buy the soda there's nothing in there that prevents them from buying it but that's why you haven't heard the big guys like mcdonald's or burger king or anybody else come out against this bill because they see it as oh well happy meal will include something the kid doesn't want mom's gonna buy a high c we win yeah i mean you can do an upsell on it but I just don't like people telling me what I have to do. Oh, no, I hear you, man, loud and clear. I absolutely hear you loud and clear because what it does is it takes away something that we as Americans value, the ability to choose for ourselves. Plain and simple, the ability to choose for ourselves. 5471610 is the number, 509-547-1610, and all of a sudden it looks like uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin out there now. Yeah, it's coming down a little bit heavier. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from? Hey, this is Randy calling from Kennewick. I just want to give you guys a heads up. There's two accidents along 240 eastbound just before Columbia Center Boulevard, and people just need to slow down, I guess. Yep, appreciate oh, the call. Do. We've been, we've been, <laughs> we've been uh, talking about that. There's a lot of accidents out there. You don't want to be a part of it, so just slow down. How many years did we go through this? How many years does it never change? How many? Yeah, it's just like, come on. I mean, seriously, it's it's, it's, it's at least snowing in January. I mean, last year didn't do very much until we got bombed in February. But, but but still, it's like, come on, people. I mean, it's the same every year. We go through this at least once or twice a year, minimum. Slow down. Put your lights on. Keep you keep your wipers going. Give yourself distance. You don't have to go that fast, really. Your SUV isn't any different than the Toyota. Five four seven one six ten. You're up on the bottom line. News Radio six ten K one A. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, Sparky again. What's up, Sparky? Hey, two quick points on two different subjects. I drove that road for two and a half years, and and at six o'clock in the morning, and you think it's wet, but it's black ice. And that that going over the hill is not a steep one, but it's long. And I used to tap my brakes now and then. And if I started sliding, I knew I'd better back off. Now, on the other point, on this tax thing, these millennials, young millennials, better wake up and smell the roses because because if they don't get a handle on the spending and the taxes, some of those kids are going to be moving back home or they're going to be homeless because they're not going to be able to afford the rent on, on these places. Okay, let you go. Thanks for the call. We've got a message from... Thomas on Twitter said, no matter how often Democrats repeat their misguided talking point, the fact remains the capital gains tax is an income tax. So says every state 
that has one, and so says the IRS. And, yeah, he's absolutely right. And But, again, it's not about what's true. It's not about what the fact is. It's about what we can do and how we can make it work the way we want it to work. Will our convoluted argument pass the state Supreme Court's litmus test. Now that they're not even arguing capital gains in this relief in this in this uh, brief. They're saying point blank income tax. They're saying get rid of the 100 years of precedent, walk it away, throw it up, rip it up. It doesn't matter anymore because it's 2020 and we've got financial problems. No, we don't. We've got we've had record revenue coming in. Every projection that's come in in the last 2 years has been above what it's been projected. Uh, what was it, another three hundred and some million that was a was was a, in revenue over what was projected going into the first quarter of this year? We don't have a financial crisis at all. Democrats think we have a financial crisis because they want to spend more than what we have. Well, at the very least, they want to have the power to levy an income tax when they want to, and once that Pandora's box is open, there's no closing it. And look, I mean, it's it's true, and they're looking down the line. They're looking for when the, the, the rise in business drops in Washington State, which, of course, ushering in an income tax will be the beginning of that. I mean, if you want to see a precipitous fall, put in an income tax in Washington State, you will see businesses flee like you would not believe, like lights shining on the rats. They will be gone, out, see you, Washington. Boy, Idaho, you're looking awfully attractive. How are you today? Gone. Or Oregon, where they don't have a sales tax. Would I balance an income tax without a sales tax? Yeah, I might look at that a little bit better instead of paying both. Yeah, but even Oregon's talking about doing both. I mean, who knows if they'll get to that point. But, you know, look, it's it's not a surprise that places like Florida and others Texas are Texas are destination points for not only retirees. It's not just the weather. It's also a destination spot. I know this is a little bit obscure, but this it's a destination location for professional athletes. They want to go play in cities in the states of Florida and Texas and others because of the tax structure. Yep. Let's go back to the phones. You're up on the bottom line. Who's this? Where are you calling from today? Uh, this is Mike from Kennewick. What's on your mind, Mike? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just wanted to make a comment. We don't really have a financial crisis what we have is a management crisis they don't know how to manage what they've got and that's it like oh, I say. W- without a doubt mike uh, no ifs ands and buts about it spend 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 and when you're somebody that that has made a career of living other people uh, living off of other people's money and spending other people's money of course you want more of it let's go to the Let's take a break. 547-1610, 509-547-1610. can email us, too, by going to the website, 610kona.com. The bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. Now back to the bottom line on News Radio 610 KONA. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. It's your voice, your show. Call the LegendsCasino.com hotline, 509 547 1610. Welcome to the North Pole. 
Yes. News Radio 610 KOA. It's the bottom line. Snow coming in a little bit sideways. And I'll tell you what. Kudos to all those brave souls that are out there in front of the Pasco Red Line right now. Yeah. Rallying for the damn workshop that's going to take place at 6.30 tonight. Another rally is planned to begin, I believe, at 4, 4.30. Um, so to all those people that are out there braving this, God bless you. Including our own Patty Banner, who, will, right. uh, who will bring us a report uh, in the next hour uh, from those. But even if you're just out, I mean, even if you're just trying to drive home, slow down, turn yeah. the lights on. Look, this, it's it's good. The forecasts are for us to get maybe an inch or two by by morning. Okay, that's we're almost there now. We're we're, so. we're we're getting there. We're well, it's it's only started to get heavy just in the last little bit. I mean, it's the middle of January. Let's just treat it as such. So well, yeah, it's snow. It's January. There's and you accidents know what? all over. We're we're aware of all the accidents, and and we're just telling people turn your lights on, slow down. You'll be fine. Yep, you'll get home when you get home. I mean, it's easier to get home in one piece than it is to get into an accident and then really delay everything. Um, but if it's coming down like this here, it's good for the mountains because we need it. So we need that snowpack. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. And it has been blasting the Cascades and the Blue Mountains for that matter. Uh, but you know, look, it's it's just gonna it's just gonna be the way it is, and then. Yeah. You know, hopefully it'll warm up and it'll melt away. But for right now, it's it's kind of poopy to drive in. So be careful. Absolutely. Be careful. It's a good thing I got 80 pounds in my trunk. That's all I can say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, this weekend, I knew it was coming. So I made sure I put some weight in the back in the back of the car. Did you? Just, oh, yeah. Okay. Knew it was coming, so I wanted to get, get in front of it and get... Uh, that's the one thing, the only drawback to rear-wheel drive. You got to put a little... Little little weight in the tail end mm-hmm. in order to uh, get up get up and back. And I don't stuff think like any this. of us want to know what constitutes the extra weight back that you put in your trunk. But I mean, salt. you are from you are from Philly. Bags of salt. Oh, bags of salt. Is that no, what they're calling it th- these days? Yeah, we'll put it this way. Back there, there's nothing. Under, there's nothing. Eighty pounds you're putting in your trunk. Well, that's true. It's all. It's probably about two eighty. Is is, is what, okay. you're, what you're looking Fair at enough. in that regard? But Fair enough. Yeah, a couple bags of salt. Over top of the tire, over top of the wheel wells, and you're good. <laughs> you know, leave it to you to, to, to think of a nefarious direction for me. Well, you know. Five four seven one six ten. if you'd like to join the conversation. You can also email us, too. Uh, just go to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page. Send us your question or your comment. Let's throw out our poll question for today while we're at it. All right. Um, because... Crassus has another defeat in 2020. Who? Crassus. Who's Crassus? Crassus. Crassus is the general, the Roman general that took down Spartacus. Oh, look at you. Yes. Cory Booker, out of the race. Spartacus has been defeated. So so Crassus gets another win in 2020. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so we wanted to throw this out there. And I know some people may think it's a little humorous, but... I have seen a lot of griping on social media every time a, a, a hopeful for the 2020 nominee for the Democrat Party drops out. There is this bemoaning that, well, this person and this person's still in, this person's not. Oh, my God, the world's going to end. 
Is that how that goes? Pretty much. Okay. It's it's like I can't believe this person's still in and this person's out. Oh my god, it's racist or whatever, you know. I mean, they're using it against their own party now. So we we wanted to ask, wanted to throw it out there, which of these hopefuls for the Democrat nomination for 2020 should have stuck it out a little bit longer. Oh, okay. Who should have stuck it out a little bit longer? Seeing the way things are laying out and playing out right now. Which of these four should have stuck it out a little bit longer? Uh, it's at bottom line 610 at 610 K&A radio. It's a fair question because there are, uh, let's face it, there's a number of names that were pretty big in the beginning and people thought could have a real shot at the nomination that aren't there anymore. True. And so if they would have stuck it out, if they would have, you know, just kind of marched on through and, and could their fortunes have been a little bit different. So there's four names out there for you to choose from. Uh, four hopefuls for the Democrat nomination in 2020 that have already ended their campaigns. We want to know who you think should have stuck it out a little bit longer at bottom line 610 and 610-K1A radio. So uh, Cory Booker, the latest to fall. Of course, Cory Booker, I didn't really think had a snowball's chance anyway, but he lasted longer than a couple of the other big names. Uh, But he wasn't going to be on the debate stage tonight, uh, so he's out. Uh, And it seems like more and more as we get closer to these debates, those that aren't in them are pulling the plug. You're starting. I mean, we are in 2020, by the way. We, we are. We are. Got to start still, making some tough decisions. There's here. still a bit of time left. And, you know, for example, one of the ones you know, like when when um, Julian Castro dropped out. Yeah. People were going nuts. How's Marianne Williamson and Tulsi Gabbard still in and Julian Castro not there? The DNC's rigging it. It's racist. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's not. They're bad candidates. I mean, really, they've run a bad race. So or they not, haven't distinguished themselves and, and, enough. And this, this to me, is the problem. And this is why I, I honestly, I, I, I see this with, with, with as much, as much grounded philosophy as I can. The reason why you're having so many of these high-profile Democrats that people thought were going to be a be a, a tough fight for the nomination are not in anymore. It's because they can't sit there and look at themselves and take accountability for their for what they've done. And what I mean by that is how they've run their races. They've run bad races. They have run a bad campaign. They have not had their own messaging. They have they have parroted messaging from other candidates. They have flip-flopped on a number of issues. They haven't been able to back up their own record. They thought that identity politics was going to get them the nomination, and they didn't realize that there is more to America than Los Angeles, Seattle, and New York City. And that's why they failed, and they failed miserably. Not to mention, there's only so many candidates that can run on the platform of Orange Man Bad. Well, they all can. And they all have to a degree. But that's if, if that's all that you have, but not going to go very far. But when one week you say something, the next week somebody else says something that sounds better than what you just said, and then you're getting criticized for what you said a week ago, and then you change to mirror the other person and hope to scare, score brownie points, it doesn't work. So you have all these people thinking, well... I said some pretty clever things about the president, and I think I'm going to give the nomination. Yeah, no. No. Just because you stood up and said you were Spartacus doesn't mean you are Spartacus. (laughs) Doesn't mean that because you know what? Spartacus actually had some fight in him. Not so much Cory Booker. 
Hour number one in the books, hour number two straight ahead, but not before we pay some bills and get you some ABC news. This is the bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA. You can get on board with us by giving uh, us a call, 547-1610. You can also email us by going to the website, 610kona.com. Go to the bottom line page, send us your question or your comment. More of the show after this. 